Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. I always hate that. Like, don't you hate that when you do a podcast and then you go to the bathroom, you're like, nobody mentioned. I I really do appreciate that. No, when Moshe and I met, he would be like, you have a little thing on your lip. I'm trying to be. And I would like look in the mirror and I'm like, that's been there my whole life. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's a mistake. You're tuning in the Endless Honeymoon podcast. We got, we got little Esther here. This guy needs perfection. No. What what it is, Esther? Thank you for coming, friend of the pod. Been here before. We love you, Esther. New movie coming out. We're gonna get to that. New baby about to come new, out. New, new, new content. <laughs> You're dropping content all over the place. But no, I a long time ago uh, said a good. I want to be the kind of man, the kind of friend who tells you you have food in your teeth 100 percent of the time. I'm not yet, but I, I want to be. I really support that. I feel the same way. Although I will say that. When I was in high school, the popular girl, when I went to her and asked her for dating advice, she was like, if you want to make a guy feel insecure, tell him he has something in his teeth. So if you did that to <laughs> Natasha that wasn't the early move, though. on. I was trying to show oh her. Oh, my God. Why would you do that? I was trying to show her I got your back at all times. I'm here to make oh, sure yeah, you, you look good. Oh, yeah. You have a good. slight skin flaw. Like, there's a slight discoloration. <laughs> okay, it was a mistake. That was a mistake. But what I what what the... The, the delivery method was one of great compassion and great kindness. We used to do that in rehab. We would play a game. Ever, I don't know if I've told this story before. We used to be, because we'd be in a big circle in rehab, and we were teenagers and we were bored. We weren't able to get high anymore. And we would do a thing where we would go around, me and my buddy uh, would go around the room um, telling people, like, going like this, like, oh, oh. And then they would, like, wipe their, their this, and we go, I don't know. Uh, oh, God. And we would do that just one by one. It was really fun. You should try rehab. (laughs) It sounds so fun. Um, I feel like I am in rehab because I'm pregnant and I can't do anything fun. Oh yeah, yeah. You are living that clean life, huh? Yeah. Are you? You're not a big. I wasn't. Are you? I went my whole life without, and then two years ago I tried weed, and then became like extremely addicted to it, Uh and in in, like a problematic way. And now, can can you describe problematic? My show, Comedy (laughs) Central. (laughs) Oh yeah. Would it be? possible for you to describe all six episodes and just and explain to me why it only went six episodes i i I can do the first part um (laughs) no i'm curious what you consider problematic like you were i like needed it you know like every night and it was fun and i loved it and i don't have regrets but not even in the day what? No, I don't. I wouldn't do it in the day. It would make me too sad in the day. It was more like a treat at night, and I miss it. And I've missed it a lot this whole pregnancy. But now that it's been like seven and a half months without it, I am reaching that place of like, do I need it? But I do. I just don't think evening making it a treat after what you've done is problematic. But right. everyone's. I don't person. think so. I, I gotta say, I don't think so either. But you're sober, like, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm not. But judgmental. he lives with someone who smokes. I pot live with all a marijuana addict. <laughs> I live with a hardcore marijuana addict. No, honestly, I haven't I haven't smoked pot in like almost a month or drank. She did say something disturbing to me last night. Do you remember what, what you said? I said, I'm so bored. She, yeah, she's like, I really want to get stoned. I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, I'm just so bored. I go, what do you mean? All the always? It is boring. Life? Yeah. It's just life? 
Well, it's not that. It's just like everything's enhanced. Like music's better. Like, yeah, it's hard to enjoy. are better. Yeah. I, I really learned how to enjoy a lot of things on weed in a way that I think overall was beneficial to me. Just say, when you say on weed, you sound like a cop. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sound like someone who tried it when they were 33. <laughs> I know. Which is what you are. Yeah, it's, it's really, I'm not great. But like, I... Yeah, I it's it's hard to enjoy things. That's to me more problematic than the nightly treat thing. The night the the, the yeah, the well, amount, it's all connected. The amount feels it, it, like sort of benign, but but saying oh, I'm no longer able to enjoy regular life yes, like that feels that's bad. Issue, issue. I'm enjoying life. I just like think it's more fun if I'm getting stoned. I, I was telling every her, other. Every day, <laughs> every other day, well, and then the I day mean, before that as and well. And also, I yeah. wanted I wanted to tell I show myself like, okay, I can go like as long as I need to go. And also, I don't do it when I'm like have parenting responsibilities sure. or anything like that. And also, I feel like taking a little break can maybe get your um, what's it called like the amount you need. Oh, your tolerance goes down. Yeah, your tol like I yeah. feel like start saving money. <laughs> I like that. I mean, that you're not a big smoker though. You smoke like one hit and then put it out. Exactly. What, you're edible person? No, I just She's don't need lady. that much. Oh, oh. What are you, edible? I started big on the edibles. And big edibles, like oversized gummy bears <laughs> yeah. and stuff? No, but I would, it was to a point where like, it, if it was like late at night and I hadn't done it yet, I would like, even though I'd be about to fall asleep, I would just like take 20 milligrams because I'm like, mm. I need it every night. What about, do you brush your teeth though afterwards? Because uh, aren't they candy? When I was high, no. Oh, that's <laughs> that's where I would suggest a joint because... Joint, you don't have to brush after a joint. No, well, it you should though Moshe, if you're going to make out with somebody. You sound like a cop. It's, it has nothing to do with brushing <laughs> with your teeth. One person here is I a sound, cop. Well, I sound like a dentist is what I sound like. <laughs> it's basically about like you take 20 milligrams before, like at... 10 p.m. that you that couldn't that could maybe kick in at one yeah what's the point you're asleep i know i don't that's i'm just sort of painting the picture for you as to like how deep and hardcore i went with it in the beginning and then i scaled back on the edibles and started to a joint high is different than a it's quicker it's quicker and it's like it's like a Better. full blast. But then you start developing this annoying cough. Yeah, I'm scared about that. What about you vaping? We're not doing that? I don't vape. Oh, I love vaping. Vaping is actually good for uh, fe fetal growth. <laughs> it is. They just found out. Here's, yeah. it's, it's so convenient. Here's why I don't vape. I was like, it was like in my sock drawer. And I was like, just, it was too readily accessible. I think it's good to like, it's so have easy. to go downstairs, hide from your family you know, go take a shower after. Like, it's a whole production. You want to know something disturbing? Mm, yeah. My <laughs> uh, my mother um, smoked heavily through my brother's pregnancy. And she had an epiphany and stopped smoking altogether uh, right before she got pregnant with me. So I'm a weed-free fetus. He's a like actual like marijuana addict fetus. My brother is uh, fluent in uh, Aramaic, Hebrew, Spanish, English. He's got a doctorate from UC Berkeley and he's a rabbi and you know me. Oh so, my God. That's I mean, I'm smart, but not, he's the smart one. So he like, it didn't do anything. If anything, it enhanced his intellectual capability. Don't tell her that. She has seven months left. Oh, or I mean, two months left. You no. scared the shit out of me. Yeah, you're gonna, it's going to have a beard when it comes out. It's like, what's up, Esther? <laughs> Wait, I have two things to say to that. One, 
and I don't mean this in a rude way. I literally am so surprised you're not an only child. Like you have such <laughs> only child Interesting. vibes in my head. Are you uh-huh. an only child? I'm like I'm you half. Have you're you're a half only child? <laughs> That's possible. What Why does he remind you of an only child? Like, I don't know. I think I just I'm I look to you guys as like a the like the cool mama and papa dink parent. What's we, dink? <laughs> dual income, no kids uh, who oh. turned into. Dual income, one kid. D- Duke. Yeah. Doink. Which I always thought me and Dave were dinks, but then I realized we're dildos. Dual income, little dog only. Which I guess. <laughs> is you make this up. I did not. Well, I spent too much time you on a, Reddit. You made up dildo. I, wait, how did you know I spent too much time on my iPad? But yes. You made up dildo, not not dink. No, I didn't make up dildo. Even though. dildo is, fr- is from the net. I've seen it on Reddit. Okay. Now, <laughs> now that's a cool way to describe the internet, right? The net, is that right? Is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wait, but also, it, there's a lot of people out there speaking of the net that are very pro weed and pregnancy. Like right. it's happening and it's not problematic. Supposedly. But why? Do, why go? So there? you enjoy your pregnancy? So, <laughs> so you're not like <laughs> simultaneously suffering months. because of physiology and also su- suffering because of withdrawals, basically. I agree with both of you. Because I'm not doing it, but also to say it's only nine months is offensive. Like that's hmm. so it's long, nine and months. it's also ten <laughs> yeah. months. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's like ninety months. What is like? Chelsea said it best about pregnancy. She's like, nature is a misogynist. It, like it, it just doesn't <laughs> care that you're like a career woman and you got shit to do. It's just like, nope, your biology is going to betray you. Chelsea I, Peretti, I will say. Yes, I fully thought that men and women were equal until I got pregnant, and this is like is finally bad. Hell yeah! Well, but by the way, seven and a half months. You said she can't start now. She's seven and a half months. That's actually the perfect time. The odds of you doing any damage at this point are so low. I Listen, mean, it's 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 so little exposure. I <laughs> ate like 10 milligrams once when we were at Sweeney Todd in advanced pregnancy. You did? What's mm. advanced pregnancy? Like, you know, the third trimester. Okay. We're like kind of more intellectual. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we did it differently than you're doing. I now. was so freaked out. The I mean, I really did enjoy it. Really? The play more. Uh-huh. <laughs> Or I saw, you know, I like was a because that's the thing with weed. I can like think a little deeper. Oh, wait, was this the one at the pie shop? Yes. Oh well, it also came with a pot pie, oh my <laughs> so God. weed's gonna help. Really? But I was so like stressed about it. I'm like, this. What's the point of this? Because yes, I heard people telling me it was not a big deal, and you know, I, I just I don't know. It's like it's it's a small amount of time, and your baby's gonna be so cute. Are you gonna have a girl? It's a girl. Yeah. Oh, you're so. Oh lucky. hell yeah! I'm so happy. You know a name? You don't have to say it. Do you know the name? We have, I'm very committed to a name. Dave is slowly backing out of the name. Mm. It's a big swing of a name and I'm... Coconut? <laughs> very close. I was, I tried to, <laughs> I pitched that I at like one that. point. I like that. Yeah, I pitched it for real and it was, it was not well received. I, oh, for your baby. Yeah, yeah. Her name is not Coconut, but I did pitch that. That's a great... In a sincere way. Coco for short, but Coconut Yeah, is what if name. she wanted to become a judge or something? Judge Coconut. That sounds awesome. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, that's cool. That's cooler than Judge, like Judge Judy. Speaking of birthing things, Esther, you have a movie coming out That's right. that you birthed- are the star of. That's yes. Right. How did how did you time this? You're about to drop a baby and a movie at the same time. Drop the, a trailer the, and a baby. <laughs> the SAG strike figured it out ah, for me. I see. Did you film it a long time ago? We filmed it um about a year ago. It's called yeah. Drugstore June. What's it about? 
It's about a girl who's not over her ex, um, not related to me at all. Uh-huh. And um, she works at a pharmacy in her hometown and she's kind of like a loser and the pharmacy gets robbed and she like decides to figure out who robbed the pharmacy and she's... It's like a detective story. Kind of. Yeah, cool. But... We saw the trailer. It looks like super... You like, are so funny. I don't know what, Gen Z... Gen Z in a good way like it's very modern feeling like, oh good thank you yeah. i know bobby went on rogan and like that's he, what i mean gen and, z like bobby lee <laughs> and he was like what's it about and then bobby called me a gen z and i'm like that's so embarrassing because i'm 35 and i'm not trying to be but i i do have those bad qualities that they have it's nope. true but no it's it's if it, it feels like uh, i don't know how to say it without I, i'm not trying to like say it feels of the moment but it's like it feels sexy <laughs> is the word I'm looking for. thank you i don't mean like sexual i mean like the the, the, the way that it's cut together and stuff it looks cool well thank i don't you. describe movie or movies or art as sexy but i thought, <laughs> I thought picasso was very sexy sexual that i use the word sexual for sure um I'm super excited to see it. Where can people find it if they want to find it? Um, it's going to be in select theaters in New York and LA February 23rd. And then we'll be releasing um, further and wider. Um, did, that's March our 1st. Birthday. Yeah. Did you, is that, was that yeah. like by design? Wait, February 23rd? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pisces? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Oh my God. She's my soulmate. I knew it. Wait, I have to tell you something. We, we went to a dinner with Moshe's family. You know, his brother's a rabbi. His de- stepdad's a scientist. And, Someone brought up the question, how much do you believe in astrology? How, what percentage? Mm. And I made the mistake of saying... She f- went first. 51%. And then everyone else at the table said zero. <laughs> <laughs> and I sounded so stupid. That's a bad beat right there. That sucks. What's your, what's your number? I'm a zero as well. Oh, you're a zero? I'm, but you just said our child was your soulmate I'm because she's a Pisces. I'm just looking for reasons <laughs> to be really close with your baby. Well, listen, my 51%, like what was behind it was like, well, I always believe a little bit more in something than in nothing. So that was kind of like what I was thinking, but I didn't quite think. Oh, no. He told us a fascinating... This is uh, getting worse. He told us a fascinating anecdote about astrology because he worked with this guy in his... He worked for the State Department of Agriculture, but it, so everybody around him was like a scientific genius. And he's like, one of my coworkers in his off time did this like star map thing of astrology um, and basically figuring out where the stars were positioned when the astrological signs were invented. And all of them were in different positions. So everybody's wrong about their astrological sign anyway. So if you already were at a zero, it's like, even if it was true, everybody's wrong. They have the wrong sign. But I do think there's something to like the projections of like what you're thinking your whole life. People tell you something so then you can become it. You Mm. know, like I was told my whole life I was an Aries and I was really loud and really, you know, fiery and forward. Like Italian? Oh my God, my baby's gonna be an Aries. I'm, I'm but, having you, but not Italian. No, there's no Italian. Yeah, so. I think I've lived in LA too long. Um, I have. Moshe doesn't even know what his astrology sign is. No, I do. I'm a Cancer. Okay. Yeah, and 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 the problem with astrology for me is every time you read it, you go, um, 
you read your description of your thing. Your Aries go, oh yeah, so me, I'm so Aries. And then you flip it to Scorpio, go, oh, this too. Yes, Everything is like. But I do think that maybe there's something to like, you start to slowly become the thing that everyone's telling you you are. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Um, okay, well, speaking of which, you are now a movie star. What, what well, is the. What is low the, budget but movie still, star. But you were the lead of the whole film. And you like, wrote it. What, you yeah, that's co true. wrote it. Uh, yeah. Low, low With budget. With someone from the Adam Sandler camp, who <laughs> I know is very funny. So I'm just saying, like, like what 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 was the pressure like walking in and being like the shows about you um i think that i actually felt less pressure because like you guys have you know acted in stuff it's like do you know the feeling when you're we didn't the- act in drugstore june i did notice that that's something i did definitely notice <laughs> that's uh, probably your guys's fault for not answering calls because i we probably called you um like you know when you're a guest star and it's like Mm-hmm. the pressure's on because if you fuck it up it's like right. really embarrassing right. and you're like the new kid and it's w- often one day and you're in and out kind yeah, of yeah and oh, it is for me i should a- say it is for me <laughs> often one day. Okay. sorry guys I'd- but then it's like so the, it's less pressure because then you can just mess up and it's like because uh, it's, it's your thing yeah right you're the kind of the boss and can go let we'll go again and it's your words too which i think is so much be- i love that idea I just think it's so exciting that you're when you're produce when you're doing a thing that you created at the at the same time. Like there's something so cool about that. This is my little nugget. You can yeah. also memorize things easier when you wrote them. I right, think. of course. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Really? Like I've always thought that, and then I'm like, I think I'm maybe I'm just bad at memorizing. I don't know. But it is easier in the way that like you're not doing Aaron Sorkin's words where if you mess it up like every like money is gonna uh-huh. be a problem or something I don't know did I you ever try an improv and then tell yourself let's just do one as written <laughs> yeah it'd be kind of fun <laughs> kind of fun thing to say to yourself oh speaking of as written I had two autocorrect mishaps today that I thought I'd, I'd share because uh, they were both pretty bad I, I was writing Chelsea uh, um, she, she asked me something and I wrote her oh I'm unable to do that I have a flight out but anyway thanks for the ask is what I was trying to write Uh-oh. what do you think it came in as ask yeah thanks for the no ask. I appreciate oh I appreciate the, the ass. ass yeah <laughs> I appreciate the ass that's really not like my autocorrect would never yours is it got worse <laughs> I was texting Kyle Kinane today and it's autocorrected a <laughs> I'm not kidding <laughs> Kinane how can <laughs> be a more I think that means you use that word. I'd never. You think I'm texting people? (laughs) (laughs) What am I? A hate monger from 1912? Like, I I think they just want to kill us. Who? Like technology. It's just like. They want to kill us? It's just all like trying to. Between appreciate the ask and. We're close to death. Well, Esther, you you always dive into technology. I think that's very sweet and cute, and um, mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sweet like and cute. It. Yeah, that, well, you love technology. Pe- that's why people think that you're a Gen Z. Right, that is true. <laughs> that is true. You, in fact, you're a millennial with a Gen Z rising. <laughs> yes, I do agree. I, but I, there is a subset of millennials that I've like found out there that we do identify more with Gen Z culture. Like no. we never were into skinny jeans. We never were into like the things like that millennials liked stylistically, but like the Gen Z style is more. So I will say I am an old person that thinks that they're young. I know no, just I, coming clean about that. I think what you are, <laughs> what you are actually is you're like me, which is you're between, you're between two gens. Uh, she is but 10 I'm years not. younger You're a gap you. gen. No, I'm not saying you're between the same two gender, uh, uh, gen, no, gens. but I'm very clearly cut. Oh, age-wise, you're yes. not. Are I you, see. what are you in between? I'm in that weird uh, Gen X millennial kind of gap. How you're, old are you? I'm 
44 and I was born in 79. Oh, that's Dave too. It's a thing. It's yeah. a specific thing where we don't really relate to the like angst and rock of, of Gen X, but we also don't quite relate to the like sort of absolute um, uh, like, I, I don't know what happened in the millennial thing where you, you, you just bopped into a different zone. You're kind of in the middle. You, and I, it, the way I describe it is we were people that were born without the internet and then got the internet in, the, in, in our teenage years. Yeah. So we were both savvy and not savvy, but not, not angry like Gen Z and not totally online like the millennials. Yeah, it is similar. It's I see how it is close to a millennial, but it's not quite. It's not. Yeah, I, I don't Howard fully Kramer's um, Gen X, but he calls himself trans millennial. That's right. Oh, so you might be trans Z. Yes, trans Z. I, I think so. That feels very oh, hateful. And I'm upset <laughs> that I said it. Um, drugstore June. If you live in New York or Los Angeles, you can go see a screening in in the theater. That's and if right. you do that, that's really good because that it will launch you into a wider release. So go see. Yes, that'd be great. Drugstore June. Yeah, and there's a lot of comedians in it. Um, Bill Burr produced it and he's in it as well. Bobby Lee. Al Madrigal, I saw. Yes, Al Madrigal also produced it and is in it. Um, we love Al. I mean, we love everybody else you're mentioning as well. But yeah, there's a lot of great comics in yeah, there. Miss yeah, Miss Pat, um, Dumbfounded, who's not in the trailer, but is great. Yeah. A lot of fun people. Do, do you got dumbfounded. Do you know him? No, I don't know who that is. Oh, who is you guys like have a very similar vibe. Me and dumbfounded. Yeah. <laughs> Me and dumbfounded are pretty similar. Look him up. I'm not kidding. Who? Who, who, who is? He? I'm afraid to. He's a podcaster. He's just really cool and he's really funny in the movie. Dumbfounded. I think you're a great guy. If you'll have me on, um, I've got a book to promote. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. Well, we're gonna. I know, but now that I find out, wait. He's, can look, I also say? Yes. Your first book, Dave, like says, and Dave is very smart and he reads everything that comes out he has said so much praise for your first oh, book that's so nice. in a way that like i because i know him well i know what a big deal it is oh that's really cool and so we're all like very excited for the new one. Oh, that's so nice you, i sent it to you you have it yes. so you guys share it share it um in the family actually i know that dave is a hater because i saw <laughs> i went to a show i don't remember what show it was i won't say it even if i remember it but i walked out and i was like that was pretty that was pretty good and then dave came out we happened to be at the same show and um and he i was like that's pretty good huh and he's like no really yeah it was like and then it made me you know because i respect dave and i know he's so smart it made me like the show less i, I go i think i'm was. wrong i think i was wrong about that being pretty good I that's how haters. i am too yeah he's a strong hater he's, and, and a I keen comic call, mind i wouldn't call him a hater he is just like has really strong opinions yeah and he's smart so you just like believe him no what he said when he said it I was like, oh, you're actually right. Yes. I'm dumber that I liked it. Or like, we'll be watching a movie and he's like, he'll he'll know what's going to happen at the end. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, how would you know? He just blows my mind. Like, you're so cool. Wait, oh, does he tell that. you? I fucking hate that. He does tell me. I don't, I don't. And I, it I, doesn't I respect bother him less. me. Moshe gets mad if I say one single thing. Because the whole point of saying it is to take the joy of surprise away from the person who may, and she'll go it's obvious I go well, what if it wasn't obvious to me then I my joy has been robbed but then you know how cool and smart I am yeah. I already know that about you I already think you're cool and I smart I love to be reminded though <laughs> I guess not, not in that fashion can't, can't you remind me in a different fashion I'll try <laughs> alright Esther we have callers and they're they're geared up lubed up and ready to talk to you and get your wisdom or your mockery whatever you choose <laughs> Uh, so let's take a call. Hey, Tosh. Yamosh. I just had a home-cooked meal by you, and it made me realize, thank God for Factor. <laughs> 
I know. Our daughter just keeps telling me that my food is not so great. But she didn't say that about Factors ready-to-eat meals, which make eating better every day. They come to your house. They're fresh. Not frozen. Never frozen. The meals are like, I mean, there was a vegetarian tamale that was super delicious. There was a there was a veggie marsala mushroom dish that was gorgeous. I spent all morning sucking down lemon, apple, ginger, honey, turmeric, black pepper drinks. They're so good. Well, they had wellness shots that came with the meals, and I didn't even have to cook them. I just had to put them in the microwave for two minutes. I know, and she didn't mess that up, and that is a feat. I'm actually a really good microwaver. You're one of the best. It's one of my specialties. I grew up in Rockford, and microwaving is kind of my thing. Like, I know how long to microwave it. I'll tell you how long. Two minutes. Yeah, that's Two minutes. The food's ready in two, and they're flexible with your schedule. If you don't want to get overwhelmed by a bunch of deliveries, you can get as many or as little as you need by choosing from six to 18 meals per week. They have snacks. They have smoothies. You can discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. I get so hungry at lunch, and I don't know what to eat. And if I do an Uber Eats thing, it's like... $70. Factor takes all of that decision-making out of your hands with delicious, healthy, fresh, never-frozen meals. There's no prep, no mess, 100% ready to heat and eat, no stress. You can sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash honeymoon50 and use code honeymoon50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscription is active that's code honeymoon 50 at factormeals.com slash honeymoon 50 to get yeah half off your first box with those two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active okay we are going to chat with claire from austin claire what's up Oh, yes. Hello. I'm, I'm good. At, How are y'all? I'm looking at you. I'm thinking you are a little Esther fan. That's perhaps <laughs> oh, why you called in this time. I'm a little bit of an Esther okay, fan. Okay, got Yay. it. Got it. I can see it. I can smell it. I can feel it. Are you going but I, to I'm watch... also a very big Endless Honeymoon fan. Don't get it twisted. I will not get it twisted. Are you going to watch Drugstore June, Esther's new movie that comes out February 23rd? Of course I am. And are you going to come to my book event, which is Tuesday night? I was just going to tell you, I'm going to be at your book event. Fuck yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to make this IRL. Okay, Claire, how can we help you? All right. So I'm going to lay out the facts for you. Yeah. Um, I have a grandmother I'm very close to. I'm very close to all my family. We all live in Austin. Um, I just want to tell you I would hang out with you based only on the sentence you've said so far. You seem cool. I. She seems like she could hang out. (laughs) <laughs> I, I chose a cool corner of my room too so oh yeah it's Tasha, if you have any um commentary on my wall hangings i would appreciate it no it looks cute thanks <laughs> um so anyways yes very close to my grandmother my grandfather actually passed away four years ago and after that we became even closer my Friends from college like to go walking around the neighborhood my grandmother lives in because it's a lot of old houses. I don't know. It's like a nice neighborhood. And they said they saw her on her front porch kind of cuddled up with an older gentleman. And I was like, uh-huh. um, like my brain didn't even go to boyfriend. Like I, lo- I wasn't like, oh, she's on a date. I was like, oh, it's probably my uncle, her brother. Oh. 
It could have been C- countless. Cuddling at 80? They're cu- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I thought it was weird. I was like, I'm sure you're, you've gotten it confused. Then a couple weeks go by. This was in the fall, so around September, that she's like not at her house as much when we come to like visit. She's socializing. She's out. And we're like, okay, she's socializing a lot. Usually she only plays bridge like a couple times a week. Like she's gone a lot. And we're like, maybe there is a boyfriend character um not we were weirded out but like no bad feelings like it wasn't immediately like ew it was like oh weird but okay we'll get over it um then this introduce this character i'm actually just going to use his real name because it's actually fitting and i doubt any 80 year old i'm sorry but i don't know if your demographic is don't be sorry we're we appeal to a very young demographic okay we like that His name is Bruce, and Bruce is manipulative. I, I, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. He's manipulative. I'm anti him. Mm, Anti Bruce. He is pressuring my grandmother to move in. Lose her virginity. Yes, yes. It actually is that he wants. He's a very. He wants to court her. He wants her to move in with him in his larger apartment. And he wants to marry her. Mm-hmm. And I'm anti. Does she have money? I'm, yes, <sighs> but that's what I was wondering. Um, that originally was my concern. Mm-hmm. But um, I think he's wanting to court her sexually. And I'll tell you why. He. Um, so, yeah, he wants her to move in with him, get married very quickly uh yeah, i wonder why he would want to hurry usually at 80 <laughs> yeah. it, the, the motto is take all the time in the world we got time over here i was also gonna add that if the advice is to like wait it out they're gonna pass away my <laughs> grandmother's side of the family is known for living very long lives into late 90s even a hundred. I love that. So. I wish that was true for me. You probably got, you got young deaths in your family, Esther? Uh, on the Jewish side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's all dirty Jew blood. And uh, my dad died at 57. I'm trying to make it to 58. That's like the big goal. I want to make it to 58. Solid. Um, yeah, shit hits the fan around the holidays. He invites himself to our holidays. Um, and we're kind of like, all right, comes to Thanksgiving. I've never met him before. I've only heard that it's like weird vibes. And I, the first thing he says to me, I go, hi, Bruce. Heard a lot about you. It's nice to meet you. I'm nice. That did sound nice. That sounded (laughs) very sweet. And then I say, I'm like, grandma, I love your shirt. It was like a spaghetti Western top. It was very cute. And like had these pearl snaps. I was like, I love the pearl snaps. And he goes, me too. Easier to take off. <gasps> Ew. Oh, gross. He's Bruce. like a perverted old man. Bruce. First thing he says. I'm like, oh, that was a little fast. You that said that? Fast. Yes, I did. What'd he say? They, he like, said, I if don't you want to see fast, you me. should see the amount of time that I fuck your grandmother with. <laughs> it's very fast. It takes me near, merely 15 seconds to ejaculate when I have sexual intercourse with your grandmother. Oh no! Also, I feel like when you try to t- 
tell old men like oh, yeah. what they, they don't they don't hear and they don't, they don't, take don't the care. Note. They yeah. never take the note. You're <laughs> so right. You can't get through. You're so correct about that. <laughs> kind of like they're near the end of their life and like instead of being like, I might have been wrong in the past 80 years, they have to like double down and be like, No, I'm always right. I have to be right mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, it wasn't like George Bush like grabbing everyone's butt. Yeah, like, what like- he had a move, didn't he? <laughs> George old George Bush, oh. a senior. He had like a he was like Sexually harassing women from his wheelchair and doing like a, a credit card thing in their butts. Yeah, they don't care. Like they just do not care how you feel. You're like a baby to them. Oh, They're just you're so insignificant. I yeah. remember. You guys what are it was. upset about Gen X. This is like right. the lost generation. This is pre boomer. They're called like the, <laughs> the silent, silent generation. <laughs> well, he I remember his move. George Bush Senior would grab a woman and he would they would be like, What the fuck are you doing? And he'd go, I'm David Copperfield. Oh my God, a president, a former president made that joke. So anyway, the point is a nobody like Bruce is clearly like doesn't doesn't care. So yeah. So where are you guys at? Um, Christmas happened again. He came to all of that and all my aunts and uncles, my everybody was around my grandmother and they had sort of like an intervention, but also just Uh, like what for inappropriate uh, jokes or for moving too quickly or what's the what's the intervention about? They were asking her like what she wanted. They were like, are you wanting to move in with him? Are you wanting to get married? Because if we heard her say that, like from the source, we could Mm -hmm. be like, okay, how can we show you support? But it comes out that she's feeling a little pressure to move in with him and a little pressure to get married. And she is so people pleaser that she if there was no intervening, it might have actually just happened. But she was like he's moving a little fast and we do what he wants to do. And he doesn't like to hang out with my friends and he doesn't like to really hang out with my family. And he's starting to kind of pull her away. Oh, he's also estranged from his only child. Mm. Doesn't talk to his child. That's only not child. good. Not good. Comes out that we've had this meeting with my grandmother and he's pissed about it. He's like, your family's crazy. They're crazy. You need to get away from them. And even, does some more inappropriate stuff, comes and flashes his middle finger at all of us. Mm. This is oh what I think. Bruce, 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 Bruce. This is crazy. Bruce, Bruce. Is it Craziness. Bruce, Bruce? It's not Bruce, Bruce, the comedian, Bruce, Bruce. No, not Bruce, Bruce. Okay, not that Bruce. would be a shocking revelation. Oh, man, because you guys are such a close family. Yeah. And it's so cool that you even have this relationship. I never had a relationship like that with a grandma. Me either. I'm never, like, this is so important. Like, Every boyfriend I've ever had goes to my grandmother and she like mourns them more than I ever have. Like she is You've like, killed every boyfriend you've ever been with? <laughs> Gone. They've all died. That's so sad. Okay. So so you're uh, super close and Bru- now what where where's Bruce at now? Bruce and Bruce went to this lease signing. This is where it ends. This so this is where all the facts end. Okay. Bruce um is so he's pressuring my grandmother to move in with him to a larger apartment within this retirement facility. Um, is he going to pay the rent? So no, he wants to split it. Okay. And is she going to sell her cool old house? So this cool old house has been in our family forever. Oh, and we've got to the crux of the thing. Got it. Okay. It's been in our house forever. We would actually probably keep it around and like. Oh, he doesn't want her to sell the house. He, no, no, no. He's not wanting her to sell the house. He's not wanting like it. it, He's not wanting the money. But anyways, he really wants her to move in with him. Mm -hmm. And the director of this retirement facility calls up my mom and is like, 
hey, the signing for the lease is today. And I'm worried that Bruce is going to pressure my grandmother into coming Mm -hmm. and thus pressure her into signing the lease right there. Like he's done with his previous wife. Oh, passed away snip. in the spring of 2023. So very, not even a year ago. Damn. And, um, <gasps> my maybe parents, he killed her. Yeah, he's uh, trying to kill your grandma. He for might money? have killed her, or there That's might. What I'm saying there might There's have been so a larger many... death event occurring during the spring of 2023. I'm not positive, <laughs> but it feels like a lot of older people in retirement homes were dying in the spring of 2023. Wait. Of non Bruce Can you related tell your causes. grandma this about his ex? His ex- oh, yeah. And she's kind of like, well, okay. Well, everybody dies and people have wives and they die at this age. Wait, so she's, par- go- she's going back on her. He's pressuring me. She's back on the Bruce train? She She's always on the Bruce train. Got it. She divulges things to us that when she's with him, she's like, I'm not sure about this. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I am. And she's like, okay, well, whatever you want. Because okay. she is in this like old... Like she, her only boyfriend was my grandfather and like has always been a yes. Y- you know how the 1950s were. Sure, like, we were there. Just saying yes to everything. <laughs> yeah. As a woman. And um, my father and my mother, surprise, show up at this lease signing unbeknownst to them and sit in on the meeting like as spokespeople for my grandmother and are like, Bruce, you understand what manipulation is. You're making her feel bad. And so she will, so it'll elicit a specific emotion from her so you can get what you want. And then he starts, best part of it, he starts fake crying. Oh. He's like, I just want to live with my soulmate. Oh, and, Bruce. And my mom goes, exactly. And then he's like, okay, well, I think this is bullshit. And stops crying immediately. That's where we are at. Okay. Um, she didn't send the lease. She didn't Woo-hoo. send the lease. What do you worry? What do you um, want advice on? Um, I'm wondering what our next steps would be because he's still. She didn't sign the lease. Still being pressured to move in. Mm-hmm. Still being pressured to get married by April. Um, so I'm wondering what the next steps sh- should be. I've talked to her, and she always is like in agreement with anybody she's talking to. Mm. But then, like, goes and does something else. Okay. So I'm wondering if we should like involve her friends who also don't like him. I'm not sure can what you, I should do anymore. Can you take her away for like ten days on a, some kind of vacation or something and see like a family thing? Like, I remember that helped me once. Like, I was with this guy who was like totally wrong for me. He was like 30 years older than me, and my roommate at the time was like. Just don't see him for 10 days. Mm. And then after like a week, I was like, oh my God, I do not like this person. (laughs) But I was just so used to like, (laughs) I was just so used to being around him and I just had, you know, nothing better to do because I was just broke in New York, you know. Mm -hmm. Esther, you got to take? I just wonder if there's any legal action you can take like on your grandma where you can get control over her so that... She can't legally, if there's just a way to prevent her from marrying this guy, but still letting her, you know, play around with him. Cause it's so, as I have, like my sister often is in relationships with men who I absolutely am just hate. And through the years I've learned, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can do. The facts don't matter. Like you can, it's so hard when people are in love, they have that chemical bond. Mm. It's so hard to 
tear them apart. And the more you try, the worse it gets. In my experience, like the mm-hmm. more I've tried, it just backfires on me. Um, but if there's just any way to protect the legal, because it does sound like he wants to marry her I'm, and then kill her. <laughs> like for sure. <laughs> Wait, but then what would he get out of it? If they get yeah, married, does he have any What's the gain? peril? Yeah, what's the, the peril that money. you want to avoid? But he's got uh, money, doesn't he? One, I just don't want him to be tied to my grandmother. But he like, is. I don't want him. He's tied know, to her. Like, he doesn't have like, money. That he wants to split the rent with her. But he yeah. doesn't want her to pay the rent. Why I mean, does he's not, he want to get married? I don't know. I also just don't know. I'm like, why are... Yeah, I don't quite understand. I mean, understand has it there. occurred to... I, maybe I'm... Uh, I feel like I'm the, the just sympathizing with the guy here, but... Is it possible? No, I mean, I don't want to be... Everybody else seems like this is just a monster. But, like, has it occurred to you that Bruce loves your grandma in whatever strange way people love each other when they're in an octogenarian situation? It's Mm, not that strange. mm -hmm. That's very offensive that I said that, but... Yes. Like, it has come out that we're, like... I know it sounds like we're being very rude to Bruce, but we gave him every shot, every shot. But him and my grandmother... My grandmother divulged to me that she says it just feels nice to go out with somebody to get a meal, to have company on the couch, like the this monotonous things about being a relationship. Sure. Like, yeah, the, it gets lonely. Yeah, it gets lonely. So I was like, that makes sense. This thing that you're doing right now, this getting dinner every night and he he watches the TV with you and like, that's cute. What's not cute is y'all like fully combining finances all that like i think they would do it in a very traditional Mm. way like i think they would go for it all the way and it is um, weird though like you know we want to get married in our 30s and 40s i mean why wouldn't someone want you know because we want it to take it to the next level so i get that if you're 80 you can't just be like well i'm gonna die in 15 years yeah but it's the pressuring the pressure and the fact that he pressured a previous dead wife is what i'm you think murder yeah. There's I, no way he murdered her. But it's a little weird that the the owner of the facility called his the, yeah. the mom. And did you you told her that? Because yeah. I'm also worried about you getting all of her friends together because that might further ostracize her. Sure, from because, her friends. And and he's going to be Ooh, Bruce is going to be really pissed at all these like ladies now who, you know, uh, I'm just the part I'm having a hard time with. Murder is a very big consequence. I'm trying to figure, but I don't think I, it's, I'm not positive. Bruce is a straight up, uh, ax murderer, but mm-hmm. I, I'm, tr- what is the worry? Who cares if he, she marries this guy or keeps dating him? What is the difference? I, one, you feel like it's my icky? family cares. Well, it just means that we can't get her without him. Like I see. They are he has like legal rights to her, to decision making in yeah. her. I see that. Okay. Like, okay. That right makes now, sense. right now, I would be comfortable with them just being like, "We're dating without the house and the marriage thing." I'd be okay with Bruce. I'd be like, "It's weird, but like, I can still go over to see my grandmother without having him anywhere near me because he just makes me upset now." Do you think you could convince her to wait six months? Yeah, I feel like I feel like from getting from physically someone being there to get her to not sign the lease, that was a really good step. But does that mean we have to be there like all the time, like for every like big like it truly feels like we're like babysitting someone. We're like, you have money, you have a car, you can make decisions. 
Um, so it's just she could very much be like, okay, I just signed to sign. Well, release. she's allowed. Is she mentally something off with her mentally? Mm-mm. She's so like she, very quick. So she's, she's quick and smart. So she's allowed to date a shitty guy, just like uh, just like Natasha is uh, and has <laughs> been for the last ten years. I mean, she's a, isn't she allowed to date a shitty guy? Like, what is it, 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 this? Is no different than if you're as Esther was saying, your sister was dating a shitty guy. No, so that was a really why good are you point. why are you responsible to make sure that your comfort? I mean, this is whack. This sucks, but. Yeah, yeah, she's dating a shitty guy. You're going to have to see him if they're not living together. You're going to have to see him if they are living together. He was at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Bruce ain't going nowhere unless your grandma decides she doesn't want to be with him anymore. And also, I mean, it is nice that she's having this companionship. In, and sexual 80. liberation. Let's be honest. I know Bruce. And <laughs> nobody fucks like Bruce. Esther, what do you think? These are good points. Like, I as... Yeah, I like to be controlling over my family members, so I more relate to the your path that you're on, but you guys are not wrong. And I do it, it isn't the same as like a sister cuz you some, you know, if it's your grandma, they're older, they're vulnerable. They're becoming more, and they're becoming more vulnerable each passing year. And like their money might have been yours you. and then now it's not going to and that's not fair. Um <laughs> No, I feel that. That that, that is, is that part of the calculus a little bit like oh then Bruce is going to like I would- triangulate I'm, okay, her money? I'm not trying to sound like an angel granddaughter. I didn't even think about the money until I started telling people and they're like, he's going to get her money. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. Well, she's going to outlive him, it sounds like. Right? <laughs> right? Like she's yeah. going to live to 100 and he's, he's unless he kills her. In, the, yeah. in which case, he's definitely going to outlive her. That's- or he could just, um, maybe he doesn't kill his wives, but he just like kind of wait is waiting it out i don't know the pressure thing is like so Whack. i i'm so thrown by that that i feel like yeah. that's the, the headline here and it scares me but also women are vulnerable like her husband died we're lonely we date shitty guys like that is just kind of a part of being and and maybe the pressure like what Esther's saying is the way to appeal to her. It's not that you don't like Bruce. We just don't like the pressure. And it's coming at us from a lot of different places. This guy called us. Your friends are worried. We're worried. We don't want you to be pressured. You should do what you want. And he yep. he'll still like you. And if he doesn't like you, he wasn't worth it. Or he was trying to do something nefarious anyway. Honestly, so, yeah. can you hire like a PI? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Because I'm let's like- get some evidence against Bruce. Let's build a case. <laughs> and figure well, you know, you well, sound PI, like drugstore June. Yeah, I was just gonna say, is there a film you know with a PI in it that uh, is sort of relates to both people, our caller's age and Bruce's age? Uh, it's drugstore June. Um, yeah, because I I feel like uh, this is I'm not trying to sympathize with a guy who seems like a jerk, but but understanding he's also old and lonely and also probably emotionally becoming a little bit frazzled as you get older your emotional regulation sort of starts to diminish a little bit and so like there's some part of me that's like he wants to get married quickly not because he's like i gotta get her money maybe he's like i'm gonna die and i want to die with a partner you know like we're old we're not we're not getting any young like trying to understand the possible um ways in which bruce isn't just fully a sociopath i think will behoove you in your negotiation with your grandma what if she came up to bruce and said something what if she said to bruce you know listen i'm so worried about my grandma i don't want her to feel pressured can you guys just wait can you just do everything you're going to do but not get married Mm -hmm. just wait because she's feeling pressured and like kind of put him 
like mm-hmm. put him to task for it i have to just interject here my dad is 80 and there is no reasoning with an 80 year old man right. that's what <laughs> really? I'm, kind of what i'm saying they like your dad's 80 yeah they do not they're they're just they don't respond to it they'll lie they'll, they blame being old they, they oh they're confused but they're just making it up it's so hard to get through to them I think to some degree, actually, you're on to something. To some degree, like, as difficult as this is, I don't really necessarily... I mean, you have to advocate for your grandma, but it kind of feels like at some certain point, she's just going to... Until you get power of attorney over her, and it doesn't sound like you deserve it, because um, she's not mentally addled. Like, this really kind of, in a way, is like her decision and her business a little bit you can advocate for the things you want you can you can push for the things you want but at the end of it it feels like a surrender situation not really a like get the get the sheriff involved situation and also it is entertaining (laughs) and also every old woman gets taken advantage of it's just part of the life cycle better get taken advantage of by an equally old man than like some random guy that's like yeah i'm moving here from luxembourg i'm 42 and i've got abs and i love your grandma i want to marry her (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would be so gross. I mean, it was like someone younger. What is your so what is your option here to to step in and make it so that your grandma isn't allowed to get married and isn't allowed to move in with someone if she wants to? I mean, it's kind of like what what can you do? Except yeah. fight for the house. I would try to save that house from getting. Yeah, sold. I mean, I think we're gonna. She, yeah, we're gonna save that house. We're not honestly anti her moving into like an a a facility. Like we're like you could move in. Cause it's a lot to manage. We're just anti her moving with him. I have thought about um, going to see him cause I get so worked up and he actually lives right next to where I work out. So I'm always like, oh, I'm going to go talk to Bruce and scare him. Um, Bruce sometimes I- comes by the gym and just stares at you and just says, yeah. I wish she had some Pearl snaps. Well, listen, you can still, you can still go and, uh, pick your grandma up and take her out to coffee and, you know, maybe start doing that stuff now, like start some kind of ritual where that, you know, that you guys can have quality time together that he's not there. I I loved your suggestion of going on a road trip with grandma, you and your dad and your mom and grandma and you go, go somewhere on a road trip. Don't even bring up Bruce. Say, we want to take you on a trip, go there and then have like deeper. Cause it sounds like every conversation you guys are having is like an intervention. He's having an intervention. You're having an intervention. And she's kind of like, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But if you guys went on a trip maybe together and you had some time together to like calmly unpack this and talk about all your different options, you know, like, oh, well, what if you guys got married, but you did a prenup? And so that would make sure that that could be a situation. Prenup, prenup that ass. Prenup, yeah, uh, that could be that could be good to protect her money. Then the prenup could include like that if she becomes mentally uh, enfeebled, then you guys become power of attorney. That could all be in there. And then what if he doesn't want to sign it? Then she's got her answer, you yeah. know. And I think that also, you know, you can try this, but ultimately, you just have to like eat it yeah sucks she's a grown-up a really grown-up she's like five times a grown-up and she's gonna decide what she's gonna decide and sometimes it's gonna be a bad decision sometimes it'll be a bad decision because she's so old and you're just like you cannot unless you have power of attorney you're not really in charge of her life you just have to like i feel like it's like anybody else esther it's this is just so tricky i i just feel for you and your situation like i it's like what the, kind of what they're saying. It's like there's unless you want to like really pursue getting control over her, mm-hmm. 
there's nothing it's hard and old people are so hard to reason with and to talk to and like and like you said that she's like ha- whoever's in front of her she's agreeing with them like what are you going to babysit her 24 seven? Like yeah. uh, it's just a hard situation. I totally, yeah. I have no, nothing smart to say. And I hate to break it to you, but one day if you get married, um, your in-laws are going to be annoying too. And you're not probably going to want them around all the time. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great point. The part of you that's like, I hate Bruce. That's got to go. Cause it doesn't matter. Cause your grandma's not breaking up with Bruce because you don't like yeah. him. He's going to be around and that's going to suck. And it might even affect your relationship with your grandma. If you feel like she's actually unsafe, then yeah, you do what you, whatever you have to do to get her into safe. But it sounds to me like she's just dating a kind of a rude guy and she wants to be with him and she kind of has the right to decide she wants to be with a guy like that. And you have to let it go a little bit and just make fun of him to your friends. Yeah, I think. True. I'm sorry. We didn't tell you what you wanted to hear and I don't know. But also consider a PI. (laughs) PI could be a good. I would really consider a PI. I mean, honestly... Esther's not all, totally off. You're, you're, she's joking, but like, no, I'm not. If you want to feel like you're go, you're watching. She's not joking at all. If you want to feel like you're walking into this whole thing with your eyes fully open, go to a PI. Sure, go to a social worker and mm. pay him a hundred bucks to have an hour with them and say like, what do you think of this situation? Help me out so you can feel fully empowered in whatever your grandma's going to decide to do. Like, so you won't be like, well, I don't know. I hope this is okay. You'll talk kinda, to her about the prenup too. Yeah, prenup is a good idea. We out here yeah. prenuping. All right. Well, good luck. See you on Thank Tuesday. Y'all. See you on Tuesday. Also, congrats, Esther. Thank on- you. Thank right. you. Of course. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye Sorry you're going through that. God, that is hard. Was she congratulating <sighs> you on your baby or on the movie? That's a great question. And which uh, one is your baby? <laughs> the baby is here in my stomach, or I guess my uterus. I think that, thing, that was baby congratulations. What are you most excited about? What are you most afraid of with this baby? I'm really, as I've told you at your, uh, when I saw you at your lot key gathering, I'm really, really scared of giving birth. I just have to stop you and say you, the way you pronounce Laka is psychotic <laughs> and completely unacceptable. But go ahead. I'm so sorry. This is a I was like moment. lock key. I what was like, what is Natasha having lock a sex key. party? You guys don't say lock. It's Laka. Aren't you Jewish? Yeah. She is Jewish. Not you Jewish enough. You don't say locky? Lot key? Latka. I say Lockies. You're incorrect. It's an incorrect pronunciation. <laughs> but it's it's Lockies. That's a first for me. Yeah, it's really? a first for all of us. And I'm a it's first for America. Shiksa, kind of. Lotka. Lotka. Lotkey. No, definitely not. Can't. <laughs> Lotkey. Um, okay, maybe Midwest. Most okay, really, really afraid of birth. Like think about oh, sure. it every day, all day. It's like scary. Yeah. I, were you terrified? Well, I consult. Yes, because I just thought I was gonna be like you know, in the aisle of Costco and then water was going to like, You're what constantly is that? in the aisle of Costco. <laughs> I don't too. even go to Costco, but that was my <laughs> imagery of like, just like the water breaking. It just sounds like a horror movie. It just was reminding me of Carrie, like when she gets the blood dumped on her. Right. Like, I just imagined myself in one of those but kinds she's of the bu- She's the bucket. You're the bucket. Exactly. Are then, you, do you have a doula? Wait, hold on. No. Oh, sorry, then, I, sorry. then I talked to the doctor and the doctor was telling me that I wasn't like opening at all and that I could have a C-section like, and so I scheduled it and it how took seven soon? minutes. <laughs> oh my God. And you should do that. What, but people have so, people have such strong they do. political feelings like about 
that it just C-section? feels political. Like, yes, you don't know that. Well, people are just if you want to be induced or not be induced, it's like a whole thing. And then C section needs to mind their own business. I well, agree. You just told her to get a C section. No, no, no only because she said she was worried about it. I do want that, and then so many people are very against that, and so many people are terrified of having a C section, which right. I'm surprised by. Like my sister was like, that was the worst fear ever possible. Oh, because they plan to no, have. No, because they have this fantasy, right? Of like the, of the, the it's almost like an LSD trip. Well, they plan you know? to have like a vaginal birth. The baby birth. goes through them. The, you, I, you're I'm saying at, their fear is that they plan to have a vaginal birth, but then there's an emergency and they have to like get. Yeah. yeah. I met a yeah. girl who had a ba- bathtub birth. And the baby's core, the baby's um, wrapped around it. And then she did it again and it happened again. And I was like, why did you have a second bathtub birth? And she was, I think she thought I was a bitch for asking. Wait, did the baby survive? They both survived. Yes. Oh, okay. But the point is, she obviously had some kind of fantasy of herself as an earth mother giving birth, not at a hospital. Like everyone has their own trip and good for her. That was her trip. Like I wanted to be like in the hospital that had every single type of blood on tap yeah, in case something happened where, cause like Nitro some, brew. well, no, because <laughs> <laughs> some places don't have like some blood or I don't know. Like, you know, I have like O blood, which is rare. I don't know. I just wanted to make Same. sure. Oh, my God. oh, maybe it's wow. not rare. Maybe you guys are soulmates. Isn't O the rare it blood is, type? I think o it's pretty rare. O is the really rare. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make donor. sure I had everything I needed and everybody, you know, but Here's the thing. I could have fooled myself and thought I was having a, a, you know, a regular birth and then had an emergency C-section, which 70% of my friends had to have. And then they have a slice that goes from like their tits diagonally all the way down. Not everyone, but you can have like a really fucked up looking scar because it's an, a, an emergency. I will say one thing that is very suspicious about you is that you showed me your C-section scar and it's like a thousand times smaller than any other one I've ever seen. Yeah, and okay. I've gotten compliments on it before. I got, I was getting a massage <laughs> once. I was getting like a, a afterbirth massage, like a lymphatic massage. And I swear to God, the woman goes, who did your, that's a beautiful scar. Who did your C-section? But I'm just more concerned. Like, was your baby the size look, of a quarter? Look, look, this is how big it is. No, it's. Can I be honest with you, Esther? You're onto something. You figured out that Bruce is a killer. You are drugstore June. Because the truth is we didn't have a child. That didn't happen. She wore one of those Hollywood look things. And then we had a, ta- a, a pink line tattooed on her. And we, we flew to India to grab our kid from the surrogate. So Listen, Doctor Dwight at Good Samaritan Hospital. I highly recommend him. So you have a positive experience of, of this C-section. Yes. This is, by the way, political, and people will be in the mentions talking shit right now because okay. women are the women do, or not just women. There is a movement that vaginal birth is safer uh, than a C-section, but not if your uh, pussy's not dilating. Right, that's mine true. was not opening because I'm small. My mother had three C-sections. Really? Well, once you have one, I think you just yeah. have to continue to have them. But you know, I don't have wide enough hips, and so he was projecting that it would probably have been an mm. emergency C-section, which I did not want to have. Okay, so that's really valid. And we are small and also older moms, which is like another Geriatric, factor. no yes, doubt. <laughs> truly. So people, before you judge us, we're small and old. So We're just small and old. <laughs> um, are you? Do you have a doula? No, I don't have any of and that. And your plan is to do the, the classic. The classic birth? Yeah, pop I, it out. I, oh, and the screaming, that seems so No, scary. I know. I haven't decided anything <laughs> yet. <laughs> I, my my mom had like 30 hours of labor before her emergency C-section. This is my, that's my worst fear. Like is that you go through both. You, right. You go right. through the pushing oh and then the C-section. I have a, like, I hope, 
I, I want to get some advice from the doctor, like kind of how you did. If I want to get like, what are the odds? Yeah, here? ask right. them because that's I ask them, and I would I would always ask them percentages. Ex- and and then they would be like, you have a thirty percent chance of, and I'm like, okay, well then I want to have the C-section. And then I was really inspired by hearing about Posh Spice in London because um, they called they everyone made fun of her because she had a C-section and they called her. Um, too posh to push (laughs) and i was like that's my girl most excited most excited i'm excited to have a baby for sure just like like to bond with it or what what's your what's your fantasy like okay did you guys feel this like create and i feel so it's it's so cool like creating a person that's half of each of you yeah yeah does that that feels like the craziest coolest thing ever like that's the that's like bigger than sex like i know sex is close but like creating a human that is both of you is insane my daughter i have to tell you i was painting my nails before you got here like 10 minutes before you got here she came out to go to the bathroom and as i was painting my nails she was kissing my elbow telling me she's like mom i love you so much you're so cool i love you you're so beautiful and like i'm just like how do i have this thing (laughs) Like she is, she was like literally kissing my elbows and I was like, okay, time to go to bed. You know, I should like appreciate it more. It's so weird because right after you were done, you came down. I went up and she came out of the room again and she said, I like mommy better when she smokes pot. (laughs) That's what she said. That was her. Listen, I'm just saying it's so special. It is really special. You guys are huge inspiration for me because like I said, you guys are like cool. Dinks no more. True. It's like former dinks. You want our, you want our advice? I mean, I have yes. plenty of, of and you guys have one girl, that's, which is my no. That's what's going to be my advice. What one is the whole secret? I totally agree. Staying relevant, staying career minded, <laughs> having fun. One is the secret. One is it's almost exhausting though. No, they one's don't have exhausting. Any that is true. That is an issue that you'll find out later when they get older. You go, damn one. Now I have. There's nowhere to put her. There's nowhere to put her <laughs> no, with. No, I have a book. I have a chapter in my book called "One Is a um, One Is a Lifestyle." Wait, no. One is, is an accessory. <laughs> Oh yeah, I have a I have a chapter in my book called "One is an Accessory, Two is a Lifestyle." It's true because and I so like I feel like yes, having it it would change my whole lifestyle. That's how it. do you guys do? You feel like you are drowning in parenthood, or do you feel like you have your own lives still too? Um, I feel like our Depends our answers will be different. Yeah. I think Moshe has his own life, and I'm drowning in parenthood. Yeah, why is that? Um, it's called the silent labor of mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I mean, look at what's happening right now. Who's, what? who's doing the majority of the work right now? I know. This, what do you mean? This part sucks. Right now. Oh, physically right now during yeah, the pregnancy. Yeah, it doesn't oh, really oh, oh, change oh, that see. much. Okay, but there's a couple to... things. There's a couple things that I think, if you guys are interested, yes. I get it, that I'm a man. But one part is true that, that there is the silent labor of mothers and that there's this like almost um, insurmountable energy, as even as a man that you feel where you're just like, Oh, I could just not do that. And, and then somebody else is going to like, you can feel your own like passive misogyny, like, oh, but she does that and I'll let it, I'll let it. So that does happen. And you have, to, and I find myself fighting that and trying to challenge myself to not indulge in that. But yeah, I think there's some part of, of motherhood that is unfair because the man is just like taking advantage of 
historical systemic things and some part of it's unfair because as we said earlier biology is a misogynist and you just can't help it it's that's so real and even though i haven't had the baby yet like pregnancy has changed me already so much i'm so much more sensitive i the way i look at my dog and i know that you don't you guys like your dogs less post baby but like and maybe that well, two of them are dead oh. so we definitely <laughs> like them less because they're not here anymore but like i do feel we, we called bruce he came over and smashed them <laughs> I don't know. I feel those changes happening. Like I'm more sensitive and more caring and maternal. Uh, that was never me. I don't know. Do you feel changed? In I am way? not the mom I thought I was going to be. Really? I thought I was going to be more like Shirley MacLaine. Like, oh, yes, I'll be going to uh, Tokyo to do a movie and I'll leave my yeah, child that's how for two I, months. But I would, I, would, I would not probably go do shoot a show in Atlanta. Yeah, she won't even do a... a a, a three-day shoot in Atlanta anymore. I mean, no, she will. She I will. would do three days. She will. She will, for sure. <laughs> if there's any casting people, But I'm not going to go more than like a week, probably. Maybe you shouldn't. So cut that. Cut that out. But would Why? you Would it's you take... Would you, would, what if you could just take her, though? But would you, you can't take them. Yes, I would, but when, if she's in school. I mean, I'm just saying I'm much less available to my career uh, than I thing. thought I would be. The train coming at you is different than you... Th- expect and the choices you will have to make i think are different than you can anticipate and 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 you can choose one way or another here's an advantage for you as a performer that i already know who's babysitting the kids and it ain't you no at night yeah you're going to do sets and dave doesn't have an excuse nighttime's different having a tv writer you better watch this baby you better watch this baby i gotta be on stage yeah is that what you guys do like take turns going out and doing sets? we take turns yeah yeah. But, you know, we both go out at night. Yeah. So it's much harder. But we'll, and also, we'll s- I have no energy for it at night. Did no, you guys ever trap, like, tour and then bring her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cute. That does sound cool. Her in a green room eating a meal. I loved that. I thought it was very cute. <laughs> but now she's also said something to me. She's like, Mom, don't ever tell anyone anything I say. I s- heard you say that. And, I, and I'm like, are you okay. adhering to that? Well, I'm not recording it, like putting it on a special, I guess. I'm certainly really? not. I'm not adhering to that. I go, you, your, your parents are comedians. Deal with it. Listen, that's the. this brings me to the real issue, which is you love this thing, you know, like so much. And it's like they just become their well-being is everything. And so that's exhausting because you're so used to like, caring about yourself (laughs) but see i think my opinion of natasha is that this is a a false dichotomy that you either care about her well-being or your own and i my i am of the opinion that when you care about your own well-being it actually creates more well-being for your kid that i don't care about myself i'm just like but you do you think i can't i can't care for myself i can't indulge in the things that i want to do because she comes first she can come first and you can come first there's an infinite amount of well-being it gets better after five years (laughs) this is really interesting like do you feel like you're sacrificing big things about your well-being for her yeah i want to wake up in the morning and write I don't want to wake up in the morning with like someone like trying to open my eyelids (laughs) and then telling me that to make them breakfast and get up. And I mean, that's like that's no way to enter a day, (laughs) but that's every day. But I do. I tell. Yeah, it's you know, but you could be more selfish and you decide you choose not. to. Oh, yeah. He's like, just go upstairs and lock the door. That's what I said. That's I, I'm like s- traumatizing. It's not traumatizing. My <laughs> mother was busy and she went and did work. What's traumatizing 
It can also be traumatizing. No matter what I ever said, my mother dropped what she was doing and came to wait on me. That's traumatizing in a different way. I had that. And trust me, you don't want that. Your mom dropped whatever she wanted. There was nothing. Um, so neither of my you parents. You don't read like that. No, you do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wait, tell me. Neither of my parents had jobs the first 10 years of my life. What? Wow. So my both <laughs> parents were Esther. always home. Wait, wait. On purpose, so because of you. Uh, sort of. Did they have money to live? Yeah. So my dad and his, both of his parents died and he moved into their house and had like some savings from them. So he didn't work and then he didn't want my mom to work. And so, she, but she did everything. And so I don't really know what he was doing. I think he was going to like the racetracks maybe sometimes, but, um, and so my mom was like, she's like an AI, like housewife. Like she's, she's very, a wife. Yes, yes. But like AI in the sense of like, there's not a lot, she's finished. So like, there's not a lot of personality in her face, but she just like, I, I would wake up. This is, I should not be like sharing this publicly, but like if I woke up for school, I would literally go to the bathroom, come back, the bed would be made. Like she just did <laughs> everything and it's Oh my made. God, is this what I am? Are you? I, I could you see are. that. But it has ruined my adult life because it has made me like really lazy and it's really hard for me to do basic things and I'm like still continuously working on it and I do make improvements, but I'm a yeah. piece of a lazy piece of shit. Wait, but you're also they, very they successful were... and, a, and a super hard worker. And you're hilarious. You're, both. you're kind of both. It's the, the household stuff no, is right. so I get it. challenging. It's Wait, the adult, the adult she... part of responsibility is what you didn't get. They yeah. never yeah. were like giving you chores or never. anything. Never. And I had no, yeah. And this I don't is, see this is whack in the other direction. You know, you think this yeah. is my whole thing about parenting is you think that you're protecting them from one By thing. By doing an extreme. You think you're protecting them from one thing and that maybe you are protecting them from that thing, but you're pushing them into a thing that is harmful in a different way. I know it's true. Like some one of my best friend's mom was saying like, whatever you do to fix what your parents did, you're just going to make a new mess. Right. And so it, it is hard. It's like, you don't know what to do, but I have already been thinking I need to teach this kid like how to do chores right away. Yeah, but you know what, Esther? I'm like you. Uh, my mom wasn't worshipful of me, so she didn't make the bed. Nobody made the bed. That was more my vibe in my house. Like it was just chaos all the time, mess all the time. You don't have the skills to teach them. I don't know about you. I don't have the <laughs> skills to teach my kid. I think I fantasize about myself like I'm a... I'm like... Natasha makes fun of me says I'm like a 50s dad. I'm, but I don't know how to then apply it to like you know, strip the, strip the weather proof and off the <laughs> port. I just don't know any of that stuff. So it's just, Wait, will you tell me something else they did? <laughs> Would, like, um, well, so because they were never like went to work and went away, like I was so, um, uh, so attached. And so to go to ballet class, my mom had to stand in the window and I had to see her <laughs> the whole class. She's doing the moves. <laughs> And I'm like, so you just stood there and that's what? fucking and crazy. And she's like, yeah. And then is that in your act? No, it it's not. Be. It's too it's embarrassing. Really funny. And then also, like, I could not sleep alone, and so my mom would sleep in a twin bed with me for years, like years and years. And I still, I feel so bad thinking about this, but like, I remember it would be like three in the morning and I would feel my mom getting out of the bed and be like, no, you can't go yet. Uh -huh. And so she would just sleep in this twin bed with me. And, um, you know, what's crazy about that, <laughs> Esther? What? If she had gotten up at any of the nights yeah, and said, sorry, we're not doing this anymore. You would have had a terrible three days. Yeah. And then it would have been over. 
Yeah. Like, that's the crazy is- thing. That's the thing that parents don't get, I feel like, is that it's not trauma. Like, if our kid came and the door was locked, she'd scream and cry and bang on the door. And then eventually she'd be like, mom sometimes locks her door and went, goes to work. They just get over it. I think I, you're I right. There is. They also talk about this one night where they gated me in my room and they tried to like you're make like that 17. work. <laughs> and that they that when they <laughs> right. when they woke up and came in the morning, I was like hanging on the gate, just like crying still. So no, do you think it came the from them? Because I, I googled this the other day. Like, can I love my child too much? Wait, this is. I did not expect this from you. But do you think that is you, that what you it is? read they as just, a sociopathic? <laughs> In a great way. Yeah, yeah, in a beautiful way, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so do you think they just loved you too much? No. I don't... I think they... I sadly think it's like they just didn't want to deal with the consequences of not, get, like, caring. And, but you are very know. close to them. Yeah, we're real. Yes, I'm that very close. That is the positive part. Yeah. That, that, that as an adult, you're very close to them, and that's a nice thing to have. But there is, there has to be a balance. I mean, nobody does this perfectly, obviously. We know totally. that from our, 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 our own relationship with our parents. So there's no way out of it without making gigantic, colossal mistakes. I always think about that. Like, is this the thing that she's going to be... Wasn't anyone normal? Didn't anyone do anything just like... Yeah, but the problem with the normal people... Balanced? They're boring. And we don't know them. They don't don't (laughs) meet them. They don't come around us. Like, Dave's upbringing was so good. His parents are amazing. He was so... It was such a loving, happy household. And I feel like they nailed it. But, like, he had his trauma because he was made fun of for his looks he had a big <clears throat> nose and i'm like okay so if he hadn't had that like trauma there he wouldn't be him and, and sure. he wouldn't be funny yeah and so it's like you need a little bit of spice i don't know you do i know i mean and, and the, the idea that there are people out there living perfect lives feels feels false to me but they do kind of also seem like they're out there somewhere they're just quiet because they don't <laughs> need to be heard and they have nothing to say <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i can't believe you're like an over that this is i'm probably oh, gonna be like oh, this too i didn't think i'd be a helicopter mom but you are you think everybody you are? is yeah that's that's the style i had a realization about I think, this i mean day. most people at, like the other day i think i already said this but like yeah just like asking her like you know making sure she has her water bottle and making sure she has all this stuff and like all, just like kind of and i see all the parents at school at, at school kind of hovering and like making sure everybody has everything they need at all times and it's like no one did that for us i had a big realization about this the other day um which was i am not a helicopter parent but i am still not even cl- at close to the laissez faire parent that my mother and all of my friends growing up were and everybody always says that people exactly my age like our parents just let us blah 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 i was a latchkey kid my mom just went back to night school and we didn't see her at night for like for uh, you know years and we would just well your grandma raised you though right and we would roam the neighborhood well or nobody Uh, we would roam the neighborhood and And you became on drugs at no, but hold on, but I'm getting to my realization. I thought I would be more of a person that was like, for, I'd be like, no, you go, honey. Go, go. And I realized it it wasn't just my mother. It She needed to live in a society where all the other parents were doing it too. So even though my instincts aren't for overprotection, society is, it's completely unacceptable not to be at least a little bit overprotective to kids. You can't break it unless you're like a psychopath. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to be the one person in all of this neighborhood in LA that's just like telling my kid to walk to school on their own when they're five. I walked to school when I was five. <laughs> no, you thought she should walk to school. 
when she okay. turned at kindergarten and i was like huh exactly he's like how'd she get there i go what do you mean how'd she get there because you missed her exactly first day of school we i was live, like, i walked her. we live in a society where it's, it's illegal not even it's it's not illegal <laughs> it's actually not illegal well you can't it's, our kid she can't just walk into kindergarten i would have walked to school at her age Based on how far away the school is, I would have been walking to school. You can't do it anymore. So you're going to be a helicopter parent to some degree, no matter what you do, because you don't live in a society that accepts anything else anyway. So you might as well just surrender to it. Well, we are so excited for your child. Oh, yeah. I am too. And I feel like I, we need to all go to dinner. And oh, I, I have to ask so many more questions. It's well, fascinating. You, we are here for you. And yeah. your daughter is so cute. I sat next to you guys at a wedding and it, you let her, she ran and played, and but you were like I monitoring think, her. Yeah, I think Natasha does a better job at letting her be than she thinks she does. Uh, so No, I, it's like a, pra- it's like almost like meditation Compared practice. to many of I our- I have to like practice saying no. I have to like mm. purposefully l- like not be like, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, oh, be careful, be careful. Like it's like a, 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 a the, practice. The other day we had a dinner party and- um, the kids, there was a bunch of kids, and they put about 30 pounds of uh, stones from our front yard onto the grass to make this, like, midsummer-looking, like, sacrificial, like, whatever. And they were all, come look. And the next day, there's, like, a huge pile of these teeny stones. Natasha was gone, and she's like, don't let her watch anything or do anything until that's been cleaned up. So I sent her outside to clean it. It would have been a 20-minute job, but she was, like... Crying and wailing, and I would come out an hour later, and she'd be hanging on the on the swing, going like, "Why my Most hand?" Like, she does not like work. My hand. She's <laughs> such a fucking lazy ass. But I and it was difficult for me. But I was like, I know that this is a seminal moment in her life. That if I capitulate and sit down and start picking up these stones for her, then she, it will set her forever so and you constantly have to go against like what's easy and what is what your instinct is and it doesn't matter to you so it's like those kind of things like None of that. A, that sounds parent, so hard because you love them so much you just want to make it so easy you don't want exactly. them to be in, in pain i didn't want her to cry but i'm like if, if she cry cry now or cry later like cry when you're trying to apply for a job and you're like what i gotta show up to work at a time <laughs> So it's you're fine, but so it, real. none of it applies. We all know to you. those people uh, for too. sure. They're in a generation called Z, and <laughs> the the um the, none of this applies to you, Esther. Let's play a couple of secrets in the second because this has been a great conversation and super fun and super funny. Before we do that, I want to give you my actual newborn tips. Okay. Um, these are the things that people told me. Actually, there's only really one that was really useful. Get a snoo for sure, but that's it. neither here nor there. Okay. Snoo is this little bassinet that I, like shakes your it. child uh, yeah. into submission. And then if it <laughs> keeps crying, it texts you like you're a bad parent. Come watch it. <laughs> but my friend Alex Blagg told me, you know, Alex, you must know yeah, Alex, I love Blagg. Alex He goes, there's a period before they get up. Um, you know, when your baby's born, it can't like sit up and it just sits there and sleeps and like, and, and it doesn't need much. And, but you'll feel guilty because you're a parent, you want to like love it and always make sure that you're like, oh. he goes, don't, don't sleep on that period. Go watch Netflix. Take care <laughs> of yourself. Don't be like, oh my God, I'm being negligent if I'm not always in its grill. I mean, be in Why its grill. Why did anyone tell me that advice? I did tell you. <laughs> be in its grill. I mean, obviously you need to like teach it language and love it up and stuff like that. But he's like, at a certain point, your baby will get up and it will never sit back down. <laughs> So he just well he to be fair he has two boys yes he's got two wild boys but <laughs> still different. it's just like don't 
that is your sweet period right there where, where it can't get up and it doesn't want to get up. It's chilling. They want to sleep 20, 20 hours a day, get up when it when it wants your attention, but allow it to sleep and don't be like, I got to watch it while I sleep. sleep. Go watch, go watch, go watch Drugstore June in <laughs> I theaters. I love February that advice. 23rd. I love that. Okay. Can we listen to a secret, Esther? Yeah, let's do it. Hi, Moshe and Natasha. I'm driving to my hometown this evening thinking about what I did yesterday morning. And that was, I think, not having an orgasm. And I'm just wondering if any of the other vagina-bearing honeymooners have had an experience like this. I'll explain myself briefly. So I was fucking a friend who moved out of the country right after, and he didn't want to finish said that if I did, that he would, that he couldn't huh. look at me, that he had to keep talking to distract himself, told me not to make a sound, had me ride him while he checked his phone, said it would help. We have a pretty fucked up relationship, but great sex. In the middle, we had to slow down, and I accidentally came. You know when it's an accident, and it's not as intense as you want it to be? I didn't want to stop. I didn't want it to end, so I contained my reaction and gave him a big hug. That's just the tip of this iceberg. Have at it. I like the hug. <laughs> There's a lot of different details in there that are asexual. A hug, a phone check. Well, yeah, during sex, looking through his phone. That's, that's pretty fucked up. That's very, that's that seems Gen Z to me. Yes, that feels I, like, big time, yes. Wait, but can we just, that's unacceptable, right? What? He was looking, through, looking at your phone He while was saying sex. he wanted to look at the phone in order to not come. Oh, okay. That's Whatever happened to think about baseball stats? That's my generation. <laughs> oh, he was looking at his phone. I thought right? she was looking through her. His he was looking at his phone so that he wouldn't come. This is so, I, I, first of all, I'm in complete shock. Like I have n- absolutely never done or heard of anyone faking not having an orgasm that's a first for me too that's faking because you're just kind of like yeah i didn't do it either (laughs) (laughs) but i love the mind games of it like that's deep and just this is a toxic relationship it needs to end and it won't (laughs) i think we can all agree on that have you read any books ever (laughs) yeah no have you read any parenting books oh no should i we liked bringing up baby a lot i thought that was cool okay will you let blanche out that's about like French parenting and you will not be able to do it, but it will maybe steal you. I, what I found with that book is it their parenting style is so like lax and you won't be capable of it, but it will make you think that those are good ethics. So it'll at least prepare you to be less intensely um, lo- like codependent to your child than you would have been normally. Okay, I need that because I sometimes buy, on we'll buy it for you. No, that don't we want to buy it for you. Sometimes on Reddit, like I'll see women that are like, I'm exhausted from being my child's 24-hour entertainer, and like that freaks me out. No, that's that's. Well, you're also not supposed to do that. Like yeah. today, we were at this horrifying climbing gym, or what was it? It was called <laughs> Jumpin' Jumpin Jacks, or, or something. yeah, Jumpin' Jehoshaphat. Someone had a party horrifying. there. It was motion. I walked in. It was in a mall, and right away, my daughter was like, "You you go through the slides with me. You jump with me," and I was like. Okay. And then I looked, I go, you know what? No, no, I'm not doing that. Go there find you go. your friends. No. And like I, a, a month ago, I would have done it. Oh, this is so fun. 
like and there were other moms running around everyone had their socks on like you couldn't wear shoes in this thing and it dignity was like, is gone it's gone Ugh, it's so You're degrading fucked. all right let's but play anyway w- i was glad i said no let's play w- congrats honey I'm, I'm proud of you hi natasha hi moshe um my secret is that my son thinks his room may be haunted and I'm not so sure that he's wrong. <laughs> we moved into our house um, about five years ago. And even though my husband and I are not ghost heads, we <laughs> both came to the conclusion that there was some kind of a presence in the house. And we both agreed that it was uh, benevolent. So we weren't, you know, we weren't worried although it was very weird. Um, and then after the pandemic happened, we kind of felt like that presence wasn't there anymore. Um, but our son who, um, sleeps in his own room has recently told me that he thinks his room is haunted and I am not so sure that he's wrong. And, I'm not sure what to do about that. Should we hold a seance? Do we sage the room? Um, we actually looked up newspaper accounts um, of and found our house listed in a in, uh, newspaper that talked about the one of the previous occupants dying in the house sometime, you know, like in the last hundred years. So it's an old New England house, definitely some weird vibes here, and not sure what to do about my little baby maybe picking up on that. How how old is the child? Sounds like a little kid. Okay, well, is there wood paneling? Because whenever there's wood paneling, people think there's ghosts. (laughs) No, seriously. It's just like... Do you mean the floor? I know, like wood Like on the wall. Anytime it's old. I mean, what? She thought that the pandemic lifted this. What? The ghost died of COVID? <laughs> Even the ghost got COVID? It's just, it's she like, should just um, put say say what you would say to your kid, which is ghosts aren't real. Yeah, ghosts aren't real. Yeah, same. I grew up in a house where two people died in the house. Ghosts aren't real. Like, you just have to either decide that you believe that or you don't. Because if you are going to, like, maybe think of, that you believe it, that's just going to freak you out. And also, your kid might be picking up on your vibes mm. they're children they of think- course they believe in ghosts. i believed in ghosts when i was a little kid because yeah. i was a stupid kid i mean you I was guys like, think energy is not real no energy is real and proven by scientists actually energy is real but every house has a person that has died in it so how come how come a place can have a bad vibe i don't believe i, I you don't believe in that yeah okay i got a question for you to, to end this today esther uh i got a house in the neighborhood okay i can get it to you at five hundred thousand dollars Okay, okay, now to our listeners, this is California five hundred thousand dollars. So just do the math for whatever an unbelievably cheap. It's a it's a four bedroom. It's your dream home. Okay, but there was a um, a, a, a like sort of murder cult that was in the basement uh, where children were enslaved for multiple generations <laughs> and uh, oh, children no. were killed and oh, sacrificed. Shut. But that was uh, twenty years ago. But that definitely happened. Uh, but it's three hundred. No, it's three hundred thousand dollars. You moving in? 
It would be a teardown for that price. It's not a teardown. It's it, oh. it, it's it, this is like it's, it's a five million dollar house, but you're getting it for three hundred thousand. This house, but, I mean, you die. But the inside, molding. inside, and I'm gonna make a word. Inside, it's a five million dollar house. It's your dream home. But inside, there was a murder cult, and um, the main girl that was tortured for over thirty years was named Esther. <laughs> this I have to say no to because I don't like that. If I'm the only like. Why didn't someone else buy it? That's way too much of a discount. Like there must okay, be something it else happened. going on. It was the last one. <laughs> it just <laughs> happened. It's just on the market. Would you guys? I I, I think I would. You? No. You definitely would. Kids died in yeah. our. Yeah. Well, what does it mean? Are there spirits studio? there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got another reveal. It's oh. this house. We got it at a great discount. Then I respect that. Yeah. All right, well, listen, go see Drugstore June at a theater, no less. This is so impressive, Esther. Wrote it, starred, stars in it. It's coming your way. I'm so, I'm actually genuinely excited to be able to see Produced it. Produced by Bill Burr. Yeah. You guys should come to the premiere. I would love to. Yeah. When is it? February oh, it's our 20th. child's birthday. Oh, no, the, no, that's when it opens, but we're having a premiere that week. We are I'll text us. Invite us. We yeah. want to come. Hey, okay. honey, if there's we'll a carpet, t- we're there. <laughs> I love a carpet. I love a carpet. And I would go it. even if I wasn't friends with you and wasn't excited to see it if you told me there was going to be a carpet. <laughs> and by the way, any carpet. I don't care if it's red or not. I love a carpet. <gasps> well, listen, we love you. And we're I so love happy you guys for so you. much. And Thank you for having me. You're invited. Let's go do dinner. Let's come to the, the premiere. And also, you can bring your child over to uh, hang out with our kid because she loves little kids. And that's a sweet thing to watch, a baby yeah, with an older kid. Because she doesn't have any siblings. Right. <laughs> oh, and ours won't have any either. Exactly. I'm 90% sure. So Awesome. Okay. Uh, go see Esther's movie. Esther, you're the best. Thank you for coming over. You guys over. are the best. Thanks, everybody. Bye.